Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International Noonday Bible Study. Hallelujah. We greet you in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank God for another day. He spared us another time that we can come in, amen, and learn about him. The more we know him, the more we can love him. The more we love him, the more we can share him. We greet you in behalf of our Archbishop Bruce W. Smith. Thank God for all of you who are here in the building, those of you here online. We thank God for you. We pray to God that today that you would hear something, you would say something, you would uh, uh, get a, a revelation on something that would empower your life for the rest of your life. Amen. And we thank God today just to be here. Amen. For all of you that are here, we know it's not, uh, we can't ever take it for granted because we don't know the day or the hour when he will call our name. And we thank God for uh, just him sparing us another day. And uh, while we're here, we want to do what God, what does says the Lord. In order to do that, we got to know what to do. So that's why we come to study so we would know exactly what we need. And then we would come back and think of Happy. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on and lift your hands up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Prayer. Hallelujah. Give, give God glory. Give him praise. Give him honor for what he has done. Amen. Amen. Let us be on one accord. Lift our hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Today, 
In Jesus' name. Come on and say, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah.
break the unbreakable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Believe for it. Hallelujah. Uh, Mark 11 and 23, for if you say it, and you say it and don't doubt, you shall have what you say. Hallelujah. And God said it. And so it is so. We just got to align ourselves with him, believe and not doubt, should have what we say. Hallelujah. Some of them clap, glad hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We're in, in the book of Romans 8, hallelujah, Paul is uh, outlining seven new assurances accompanying salvation. We ain't just saved. We have some benefits. Being saved, hallelujah. And so in this chapter, he's given us some, 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 some assurance that we, we didn't even realize we had. And he said, therefore, now there is no condemnation. No matter what you have done, there is, because if you are now a child of God, there's no condemnation. And, and he began to say that the next thing is that the first thing is believers have a new position. Uh, we're no longer outcast. We're in we're in God's family, and 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 then we have the believer have a new guest, which is the Holy Ghost that lives in us. And so, uh, Paul was building up to this point when in chapter seven and all those other chapters, where he was telling us we can't do this without on ourselves. And last week we talked about how people who are gifted uh, 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 with so much talent. Uh, and they realize they can't do it on their own, but they seek in some other spirit and not the Holy Spirit. They use drugs, they use alcohol, which people generally call spirit. And so because it, it, it tried to enhance themselves, but they didn't realize that the Holy Ghost ah, is a paraclete, a helper, that would give us the, 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 the power in the, in the authority to be able to do and fulfill the things that God has for us to do. So we, we, we really are blessed to know that we have a new guest now uh, that's in us, and now we knew we, now we have a new adoption when we are no longer under sin, but we are, under, we are now children of God. Now we can say, Abba, Father. We can say, Daddy. We can say, uh, we, 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 can, we can call on him. Whenever we need to, we don't have to wait on the priest every year. Uh, we don't have to wait on nobody else, but we can come boldly before the throne of grace because now we are sons of God. He also said that we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. So now we are children of God. And, and, and because we have the spirit of God, those who are led, listen to this, who are led by the spirit of God, they are the children of God. So if you're not led by the Spirit of God, hello, somebody. <laughs> if you are not led by the Spirit of God, you not no longer you are not the children of God. Now, now, uh, 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 we have to make sure that we walk in being led by the Spirit of God, because if not, we'll be in error. We would miss God uh, on a, on a, on on the regular. We would miss Him if we don't walk by the Spirit. And so, so we have this new adoption, and then now we have, we have, we have uh, uh, everything we need because now we, uh, we have an intimate relationship with God. He is our Father. And so being our Father, now we have to resemble 
our daddy. We have to have his eyes. We have to have his, his talk. We have to have his walk. We have to we have to make sure that we exemplify and represent our daddy. And some uh, Paul began to even say we are ambassadors because uh, uh, you know growing up, my mom if, if somebody kept me out in the street doing something crazy, they said, "No, this ain't Pearl Child," <laughs> because they know I'm not representing my mom. And so, as children of God, you have to make sure that we always represent. God, because that's our now, our identity. And so we have this intimate relationship with God, and we have an inheritance. I said we have an inheritance. You know, people always get excited when they uh, hear about inheritance, right? Uh, I, I, I want to get glad about it. But as children of God, we really don't act like we know we got inheritance. Mm-hmm. In the earth is the law is the fullest thereof. So everything that God owns belongs to us because it belongs to our daddy. Yes. We have inheritance, and so it is so good that, and then he began to say that the spirit, they're witness with our spirit, and so they work together in one. So if we if we just relax and let the Holy Ghost lead us, it'll lead us in the green path. <laughs> it'll lead us in places that we need to be, and it said that if we are children of God, then we are heirs, and then it also said, and I reckon now, uh, 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 don't be worried about some stuff that you're going to suffer because your suffering for this moment cannot compare to the glory that this shall be revealed to you. Hallelujah. So, so, so now, even though you don't make the glory right now because it's, it's in you, the revelation of it's in you, you can go through some stuff. <laughs> you can deal with some stuff because you know the glory that's in you gonna be revealed. That you're saying it's all right. Friday is here. Crucifixion is here now. But Sunday morning is coming. <laughs> that ought to get us excited because we know that we this thing only gonna last for so long. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I, I think it was uh, uh, John P. Kesey trouble don't last always. Hallelujah. And so, so we have this assurance, and so now we are encouraged that, 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 that we have something that we have hope beyond just this life. Mm-hmm. Because our life is not based on our natural life. It's based on our spirit because we are eternal, eternal beings. And so when we, when we, whatever we do, we're putting up our, we, <laughs> I heard somebody say we're pulling, uh, uh, sending up our timber. Every day, because this world is not our home. We're building our home on high. And so uh, uh, that brings us to, to verse 19, where we're going to start today, where we want to talk about. Uh, I'm going to let somebody read verse 19 and 20. Then we're going to talk about uh, the assignment that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I have the New American Standard. Okay. Uh, 19 and 20. For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was not uh, subject to brutality, nor willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that 
the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I'm to 21. Mm-hmm. You want her to talk about that? Uh, well, yes. Uh, the assignment is who? What expectation? What is the expectation and who's waiting on? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, in uh, verse 19, where we expect the anxiously longing, I had here in that um, <clears throat> who is waiting, but really it's the word preacher here in the Greek is um, uh, uh meaning creation. Here it refers to the whole creation mm-hmm. waiting for the removal of the curse. Oh, removal of the curse. Yeah, the removal of the curse. And to wait, I can't say that word in the Greek, means to look for with expectation. Mm. So that was 19. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Yeah. Hmm? Well, you said the whole creation is playing that. Uh, everything that was created before Adam was here, everything that was created, whatever, everything was punished because of what man did. Everything was cursed because of what Adam did. They had nothing to do with it. Uh, the birds had nothing to do with Adam's decision. But they got the penalty of it. Now, birds are punished. Uh, the rat and the, and, and, and the cat can't play. The lion and the lamb can't play. That's why uh, uh, John John saw where the lion would lay down with the lamb after. And so the creation is longing, just like we are. We want this thing to be over with. <laughs> so the creation is longing and desiring so bad for the sons of God to rise up so they can show us what's to come. And those who say crucify him, I don't believe in Christ. They sometimes feel like that they are not a part of the creation. That's why I mentioned about the whole creation. Because when the word says whole creation, God is talking about everybody. Whether you said crucify him or whatever, he's talking about every living being on this earth. So that's why I'm right. talking about that. That's right. And and, and those who cried out, crucify him, were just doing the will of God. (laughs) So so, so no matter what happens, it's all in the will of God. So so if somebody even in your life that's telling them to crucify you, it's only to get you where you need to be. Because God will not allow anything in your life to destroy you. It might hurt you, but it ain't going to destroy you. 
That's why Paul told the Corinthians that we are uh, uh, cast down. We are, uh, you know, we're not destroyed, right? We 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 are bruised. We are we are all forsaken, but we're not. So so no matter what we go through, <laughs> we still win. Oh, 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 one And uh, I was just going to say, you find that in the curse that you find that in Genesis. Uh, uh, let's start at eighteen. Well, seventeen, when it says curse, curse is the ground. Yeah, three. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I, I, my three was a little low. Three and seventeen through, um, uh, well, nineteen and twenty. So that. All, all of this stuff because of the sin. Adam wasn't cursed, the ground, and all of the things that was uh, creation cursed. Yeah, the curse Adam had was he was now separated. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Yes, I, as you were saying, the whole creation was cursed when Adam and Eve fell. Mm-hmm. And because of that, even though we're looking at, 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 at the earth today and we're trying to fix it with climate change and all these things, mm-hmm. it's just Revelation 21, he said, I saw that new heaven and that new earth. And when the new heaven and new earth comes, that's when creation will be fixed. And mm-hmm. the groaning they're waiting for is for God's sons to be revealed in that new heaven and that new earth. Thank you. And the thing is that that when Adam there was a tree uh, in the garden called the tree of life, it was there. But God loved us so much that He made sure we did not stay in that fallen state and take all the tree of life. Because if you had no redemption for sin. So God began to put an angel. He don't even love us so much. He to keep keep him out. Out of out, out of out of trying to mess their own self up. Thing was Adam should have done was that was the first tree he should have been with. <laughs> hey, glory. That was the first food he bit. We wouldn't be in this mess. Hallelujah. But just like men, <laughs> we prefer to go the wrong way every time. <clears throat> you can tell your child, don't do this. Do this. And guess who's one they're going to do? Most of them going to do the one you tell them not to. That in the beginning is going to be the same tree when they end. Absolutely. In the book of Revelation. Absolutely. So God know how to work it. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why he's going to have this new heaven and new earth. So it, so, so everything that he, he planned is going to be revealed. Anyhow, the lion going to lay down with the lamb. So the creation going to now be able to be together and not worried about uh, the hyenas coming after the lion and the lion going after the hyenas and all this stuff and all this all this fight and all this stuff won't exist anymore. Pure harmony. Oh, my God. I, I saw a movie uh, way back. I can't even remember the name of the movie, where everything was scripted. 
and uh, uh, it was like they were living in a in a little bubble, and everything they they would do, every everybody dressed the same way. They would, <laughs> you know, scripted. But I know it's gonna be so much greater than that. Now there'll be joy. There ain't gonna be no. We're gonna be not, not, not no robots, but we're gonna be able to be free. And so now the Holy Ghost is allowing us to experience some of the freedom. That now we, if we ever get our minds together, that we can relax in life and let the Holy Ghost lead us through it. Not trying to figure out what I need to do to do this. The Holy Ghost already got the answer. So we heard our head trying to figure out how am I going to work this out? What, all we got to do, that's why he said everything you get, every need, come to him. Funny, when I was reading that, I was trying to break it down in my own English, but uh, for the creation was um, subjected to brutality, not willingly. And it was just saying here that man became vain because of his sin. He did that willingly, but became subject to misery unwillingly. That's because he didn't know the consequences of his sin, what he was doing. He, he, he knew to do wrong, but he didn't know the consequences. So I mean, they're saying that he became subjected to misery unwillingly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's what we do when you say, because um, uh, did that the other, uh-huh. and they willingly do the wrong. Uh-huh. But when the subjection comes, the whipping, <laughs> unwillingly. They, they receive that unwillingly. <laughs> They don't want to do that part. Absolutely. Those of you online, if you want to uh, participate in the question, you got the whole word, uh, press one so we can bring you live. You want to hear from everybody else? Uh, press one so we can bring you live. The other day, what take on? Well, there's two words here that it comes in, comes into uh, <clears throat> the create, the creator, the cre- creature, and creation. Now, uh, the creature to me is 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 mankind waiting to be saved. The creature is one in pain, but the creation is all of mankind. But the trees and well, like you just say, the trees, the cows, the hogs, everything else is the reason why we we can't get along. But when this creation uh, falls into place, like it's told that God wants it to be, like we're supposed to be in the garden, then all of this stuff that we see, uh, like now, it, the, the big, the big thing in the news is is uh, crime in the streets. Mm-hmm. Every politician is talking about how to how to control crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, over in Russia, uh, Putin is blowing other countries for really no reason mm-hmm. other than sticking out his uh, chest. Go up in North Korea, shoot missiles over uh, over Japan. All of that is part of what Adam had in him. It came well. It came down through Adam, and it's like. 
someone who's been married for 20 years and get divorced, and you see them 10 years later, and you ask them, why did you get divorced? Most of them can't tell you why. Well, uh, they can't give you a good reason. Man has all this anger and stuff build up in them, but they can't tell, tell you why they're really trying to. What's Putin going to do if he blow up the whole world and there's nobody left for him in his family? That's just the way uh, those, all people, but some men have that in them. Like we all have different personalities. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking about the, the creation and the, and the creatures. We all want the peace that goes along with the with the, with the creation, but the creature has other ideas or do or are they doing or be doing other things. So you know you got you always have had the creatures throughout throughout man man's history who want to dominate, who want to control, who want to be king, and it's not because really it's because of the good living. They just want power. Mm-hmm. I hate to say, it, but like Donald Trump. Uh, he wants he wants to be a monarch. He wants to be like uh, all the leaders, all those big bad people leaders that he can do anything. And, and when he was running, he would say that I can shoot shoot a black person in the street mm-hmm. and wouldn't nobody say that. Mm-hmm. Well, he believed that. Mm-hmm. And once he started saying it, people who didn't follow him were still thinking the same way. They started saying the same thing, mm-hmm. and before you know it, it grows into something um, that I think was already planned before the beginning of the world anyway. Mm-hmm. But it just has to play itself out. Mm-hmm. So uh, God can show everybody how evil the devil is, mm-hmm. how evil the devil was or whatever it is, and how much love he has. God has so much had so much love in it, well, he still has it, that he created mankind because he wanted to sin. Mm-hmm. Lucifer got jealous in heaven, and he really got jealous of Jesus because he said, uh, they bow down and worship him, but they won't worship me. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that that part of us. Some love, love rebellion, some can't stand authority, uh, and just all the stuff that goes on there. Mm-hmm. So you have the word create, creature and the creation. So one has to give in to the other. Mm-hmm. And we know who's going to give in. Mm-hmm. Good job. Who is that? Let me get over there. Now in a bold literary figure, Paul personifies the whole creation as eagerly looking for forward to the time when it would be revealed for a wonderful world as the Son of God. This would be when the Lord Jesus returned to reign and we return to him. We're already the sons of God, but the world neither recognizes nor appreciates us as such. And yet the world is looking forward to a better day that day cannot come until King Jesus returns mm-hmm. to reign. And it's thanks the whole creation is on tiptoe See the wonderful sight of the Son of God coming into their own. Mm-hmm. When Adam sinned, the transgressions affected not only mankind but all creation, mm-hmm. both animated and inanimated, 
the grounds is cursed. Meanwhile, animals die violent death. Disease affects birds and animals, as well as fish and serpents. The results of man's sin have ripped shockwaves through all creation. Thus, as Paul explained, the creation is subject to fertility, frustration, and disorder, not by his own choice, but by the decree of God because of the disobedience man first had. Good job, that's word. That's what Miss Julian was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 when you think about how uh, Isaiah and all these prophets said that Jesus is coming in the book of and they were waiting, they should have been. Let me say it like this. They should have been waiting and watching. But it seemed like they were. Now, now, the little lady at the well, Samaritan, that was waiting. Because <laughs> she said, when he comes, he's going to tell us all this stuff you're telling us. And we're waiting on him to come. And so, so, uh, 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 when the prophets told them that Jesus was coming to redeem them, they should have been on the watch. They saw a hundred years of, of, of nothing, and then all of a sudden, uh, the angels started appearing to them. But they should have been waiting with expectation for Jesus to come. But when he came, and when he came in the flesh and started doing things that Isaiah said he's going to do, they still didn't expect. They were the end of the law. That's why. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, prophets told him, hey, look, he was coming. He I mean, everything else that we live from Moses mm-hmm. has to be tied up in the coming of Jesus Christ. So what do you got a problem with it? <laughs> it ain't just doing what Moses say, but that's what they, they got hold to. That's all they thought was it. Because they didn't get to God, Moses. When Jesus came, they said, you greater than Moses? Yeah. Because before Moses was, I, I am. And so, so the thing is that we as children of God in this day and time should be waiting for the manifestation of God. And it don't have to be when he comes in the cloud. Mm-hmm. When he comes among us. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. In the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. In your home, you should be expecting God. Mm-hmm. When you got a situation, you can't, you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You should be, have expectations for the manifestation at any moment now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see a way out. But any moment. The manifestation of God gonna come in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gonna make a way out of no way. But for some reason, Satan let us think about all these other things. Mm-hmm. How are we gonna physically do it? How are we gonna naturally do it? As opposed to allowing spirit, Holy Ghost spirit, yeah, to tell us what we need to do. And He will tell us, wait on the Lord. <laughs> they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. <laughs> 
tell mama, but when so no matter what you're doing, you have to have an expectation mm-hmm. that God gonna work it out. I don't know. I can't figure it out, but I know He gonna work it out. He's gonna show me the way, and I'm gonna depend on Holy Ghost to guide me through this business maze. Because I don't know. I don't know my way. Sometimes we think we know too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anytime you got somebody who thinks they know a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everybody got to learn from somebody. That's right. My cousin used to say a long time ago when they used to have those uh, uh, cracks done. You can laugh on the bus. And so, so we have to know that no matter what we're dealing with, we should be having expectation for God Himself to manifest Himself. It don't matter. In this Bible, in this Bible study, we ought to be. It just manifests. So when we leave here, we know we've been in the presence of God. In your home, when you get in your prayer closet, you ought to be expecting God. When you get down to pray, you will be there expecting. You ain't just reading out some words to God. No, you're talking to Daddy one-on-one. In his presence, you ought to be expecting something. Stop, let us stop going through life just going through the most. Expect something from God. When you come to the Bible study, it ain't about just, okay, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. No, I want God, I want you to show up. If you've got to disrupt the whole service, show up. Hallelujah. In the middle of the song, I don't care if you show up. In the middle of the message, show up. All I want you to do is to show up. I need you to I need you to show up. I'm expecting you to show up today. No matter what's going on, I don't care who is up teaching, who is up singing, you show up. Hey, Lord. Holy Ghost, show up. Woo. When you show up, I know. <laughs> Everything will be all right. Hallelujah. I don't care what's going on if you show up. But we got to come with expectation. Don't just come just to sit on the seat because I'm, I'm in Bible study tonight. Yeah. I'm in service. No, you got to do better than that. We got to have an expectation that God himself, uh, <laughs> the cabal of God is going to show up in us. Hallelujah. And in the presence of God, there's fullness. Of joy. Hey, glory. And so so we should not leave home without an expectation. We should not do anything without an expectation of God showing up and manifesting himself. No matter what we're dealing with, let's expect God to show up. If we live our life that way. <laughs> <laughs> ah, somebody around you going to say Ah the glory of God is here Hallelujah Because they'll see it in you And that person who has been expecting Will see it in you Because you have been expecting And he don't disappoint God don't disappoint No <laughs> If you desire him You're going to get him <laughs> If you desire him, he said, any man come to me, I will know why I can't stop. Amen. <laughs> All you do is come. 
<laughs> Come unto me, all he that have a laden. Hallelujah. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Because my yoke is easy. And my burdens. <laughs> oh, they're so light. Hallelujah. But we got to expect God. No matter what we're dealing with, let's expect God. When we come to our Bible study, when we come to the church service, let's come in expecting God. It's good we got a human being there because we got God going to use the body. But we ain't looking at the body. We're looking for God to come in and show out. Oh, if we do that, if, if, if we do that, you talk about the blind eyes being open. We're talking about miracles, signs, and wonders. But we come with our different agenda just to show up. I, I got a new outfit, so I'm, uh, I'm going to come in and I'll come in late. So they can see what I got. <laughs> but if we come, and then you, you got your new suit on, so you, you don't want to sweat too much. Man, I wish I would. <laughs> He's been too good to me. What? Oh, no, God's been good. And if we come expecting, so I, that's why I wanted us to, 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 to really deal on expectation yeah. and manifestation. Uh-huh. If we as a people, as children of God, expect God, not just to bless me, Lord. No, I, I just want you to show up. Amen. <laughs> oh, my God. If you just show up, that's enough. Because wherever you are, <laughs> there's whatever we need. See, some of us have different expectations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean about that? Some of us, we may, uh, even when it comes to Christ, we look at the color we think he is. We're concerned about what color he is, but we look at that. Mm-hmm. We look at he should come this way. We look at different people in the church because of who we think they are. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said we. Mm-hmm. I didn't say God. Mm-hmm. I said we. Mm-hmm. Who we think they are. Mm-hmm. And then we begin to cater to those uh, people. Uh, we begin to uh, look, the, you know, we look at, uh, I, I, I guess the word I want to put, we put more on them that we think that they can do, and they really cannot do those things. But uh, that's when expectations come in place. And we have to be we have to be careful in that area. We have to be very, very careful in that area. And I agree with you. Expectation starts at home. And we, when we come in the church, we got to have the right motive. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, I like to look nice too, but I don't mind getting an excellent for Christ either. Mm-hmm. I don't have no problem. Uh, I don't have no problem getting an excellent for Him. I don't did it before. I have no problem with that, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Amen. But you know, we just have to get our expectation in the right order. Amen. 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 And so, so expectation is your ego. Eagerly. Mm-hmm. Not just waiting. You know, it, it, it's like you stand at the bus stop, waiting on the bus, and you ain't just reading the book. You doing like this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then then uh, uh, next five minutes you mm-hmm. 
know the bus is supposed to come. You know it's supposed to come, right? And, and, uh, but you, you, you ain't just saying, okay, it's coming in five minutes. So, no, you ain't doing that. Every chance you get. You, you, and so when you come to church, every, you, you want to make sure that you just anxious come to this show because you know what that means if you show up. A thought just went through my through my mind, you know, when you were giving the demonstration. But I, you know, and Father, forgive me, I am guilty of not waiting and patiently and doing. And when I thought about it, the the expectation and waiting for something I've been ma- waiting on for ten years. Actually, something for 35, 40 years. But that's nothing but a little dot or comma because now that we read this, the creation has been waiting for thousands and thousands and thousands of years to for the expectancy of what's going to happen in, in verse 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. But yet those trees and that grass out there and every year that tree said, my leaves fall, and, and I turn, and, and, and it dies, and then I, I think I'm bright and pretty, and the orange, yellow, and gold, they fall to the ground and die. Every year, every year, I've been on this this lot, this land here for 50 years, and for 100 years, I'm waiting for the glory where I can stay like I am and my branches could stay. But every year, it just seems like, you know, but I'm going to stay planted here, and I'm going to keep on waiting, and then we can't wait till next week. That's good. Okay. As, as you talk about expectation, uh, we waiting. But you know you're waiting for the bus. But when the right bus comes, I was waiting for the bus. In New York, I was I came on the train and I'm taking the bus to LaGuardia. When I got on the right bus, I was waiting for the bus. So I told the driver, so where are you going? I said LaGuardia. If you want, you're on the wrong side, you have to go over that way. And sometimes we we wait on the wrong bus. The people waited, but when Jesus came, they didn't didn't recognize. They recognized. And sometimes God shows up, but we expect Him to come in one way, and He comes in a different way, and we don't recognize that this is God. Mm -hmm. This is God. Showing up, yeah. But because we are expecting him to show up one way, yes, yeah. We can read the Bible now and see that Jesus mm. fulfilled everything. Mm-hmm. In Matthew nine, he, he, verse six and seven, I think, when they he said, "Son, your sins are forgiven," mm-hmm. they 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 were thinking in themselves, "He's blaspheming." And Jesus said to them, "He know what they were thinking." He said, "So that you will know." So that the Son of Man has power on earth mm-hmm. to forgive sins. Man, take up your bed and go. Mm-hmm. The guy was healed, but they still 
hold on to their archaic thinking of what the Messiah should look like. Yes. yes. Even yes. after yes. that, yes. too. Yeah. Yes. He gave them that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 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 yes. so, yes. that is so awesome. Yeah, it is. Because that's why it's the Holy Ghost. He's going to tell you which bus to get on. See, normally a, 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 a transit map can tell you whether you're on the blue line or the green line. And so the Holy Ghost is your guide to tell you which line you need to be on. But if you think on your own, I'm going to just get the first thing smoke. That's what you told me. Well, I live in New York, so I'm going to say Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so for whatever convenient or cheaper, you don't you don't sell it. But 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 even in New York at nighttime, if you don't get up on the right get up out of the subway on the right side of the road, that's, 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 because all the streets look just like at nighttime. They all live up. And so you get up on this side, you're supposed to be on the north side, and you got up on the south side. Mm-hmm. When you catch that bus on the south side, you're going to eat the same bus, mm-hmm. and you're going to another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so we got to repent. That's what Paul is saying. The Holy Ghost is necessary uh-huh. to tell you which bus to get on. Yeah. And which one to let go. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Some bus you just need to let it go. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. You don't need to get on that one. <laughs> because you're going to be heading in the wrong direction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, 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 so if we don't get nothing else today, expectation for the manifestation of the power of God. If we ever get that down in our spirit, that when we come, when we do anything, it don't have to be here. Wherever you go, if you go to court, if you go to school, if you go to your job, you expect God. Show up in your future. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then your company is going to be rewarded. Revenue going to go up. And they're going to say, it got to be you. And you're going to get rewarded for it. And even if you don't get the natural rewarded, you are doing what God can do. Amen. Amen. <laughs> don't do everything just to get a reward. But it, 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 it's God's way. That's how he works. If you sow, you're going to reap. In order, in order to participate or believe in the in the expectation or have the expectation, there's got to be faith. You got to believe that uh, there is a God that you're waiting for, that you're expecting, and that uh, and that you with the right God. Because there are so many people who don't believe in God. Some people believe in some of God. Or some people believe in what they want God to do. And when God don't do what they want to do, uh, that ain't about nothing. Some people believe in part of the Bible. Yes. Some people only want to believe in the blessing. They only, they only want to hear the, the pastor preach about to bless every pastor that comes through here when they start talking about how God's going to bless and God's going to do something. They say everybody all up and there. But when you start talking about 
what we doing wrong, the sins, and 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 he and it feels like whoa, he's tapping me on my shoulder. How did he know? Did he read my? They don't want to hear all that. So we got to have the 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 uh, the faith. Now you ain't got to have it; you got to use it. Because the Bible said God has given to every man a measure of faith. Some books said the measure, whatever. But God has given you enough faith. Uh, think you can believe that there is a God. The Bible says that. Uh, People all over in these foreign countries, they ain't never been preached the word to. They know there's a God. They look at the stars. They look at all the surrounding everything. They, and they got any kind of sense. They know there's a God. And, and that's why some of them believe in some parts of the world. India, for example, they'll starve to death before they kill a cow. And because they, they cows are sacred to them. But that's, that's their God. But... What if somebody goes over there and tells them that's the wrong God and put them on track of the real God? Would that make a difference? Yes. That's what we are created for, uh, to spread the gospel to a lost and dying world, to take uh, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, to make disciples of all nations. But that doesn't exclude believers, people who don't go, what he says in Mark 16 and 15, that believers are to preach the word to every creature. You turn over the rocks and preach. But there's got to be a, a certain amount of faith. You can have a little bit of faith, like like people just said in uh, Mark 11 23. You can have a little bit of faith, size of a mustard seed, and you can, you can work miracles. But once that faith kicks in and you start activating it, it gets stronger and stronger, bigger and bigger. Until what you know, can't nobody else tell you nothing against the word of God. You will love reading the word of God. You will love that feeling that to get down in your stomach that uh you know it's got to be spirit. You know that is a spirit or whatever you believe it in, when it tells you stuff, reveals stuff to you, where did that come from? Mm, but that's that's good. And you hear from the pulpit, you hear from somebody in the hall. You're talking, you're making conversation, fear is going to show up, and he's going to do what the spirit is. But he ain't going to do nothing that's not in the will of God for your life. Amen. You know, I, I was, I was <clears throat> and as he was talking, I was thinking about before sin, I was like, didn't he have the need to feed? And I began to say, uh, that but God told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and But but was the seed for everything else needed before the curse? Because I believe the trees green. The grass stayed green. There was no uh there was no rain, no thunder, no lightning, no cold, no winter, no summer. Everything was just and so I began to say, was there a need for seed? I know man had to have seed because he told Adam them to be fruitful. Right? So I wonder. Wow. So there was a need for seed after 
Uh, if you need an envelope, anyone need an envelope? So, so uh, what 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 is grown? What is grown? Y'all want to talk about that next time? Grown, not not that.